WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Reese Armstrong. Today is June 15, 2021. On Sunday, Champaign police responded to reports of shots fired near Providence Circle. Once on site, police were notified that a 17-year-old male had been admitted to the hospital with a single gunshot wound to the chest. The victim is still at the hospital in stable condition. The preliminary investigation suggests the shooting took place in an apartment complex parking lot. Police discovered 14 shell casings from two distinct weapons at the scene, and multiple buildings and vehicles had been impacted by the gunfire. There has been a stark uptick in gun violence in the Champaign area in the recent past, including another incident this past weekend involving two young men, 16 and 20 years of age. A ChemTool chemical plant exploded in Rockford yesterday, sending huge plumes of smoke into the air for miles. WPGU's Justin Malone has more on the explosion. An explosion at a chemical plant near Rockford yesterday morning caused a major fire that continues to burn today. The fire produced a smoke plume visible from at least 50 miles away that registered on National Weather Service radar. Fire stations as far as southern Wisconsin responded to the fire at Rockton's ChemTool plant. Governor J.B. Pritzker has also activated the Illinois National Guard and State Emergency Operations Center to help respond to the ChemTool fire. Currently, responders are focused on containing the fire rather than putting it out, though there are no concerns about the fire spreading to other buildings. In a press conference, Rockton's fire chief said they had stopped putting water on the fire out of concern for potential groundwater and river water contamination by the unknown chemicals burning inside the plant. Residents within one mile of the plant were ordered to evacuate, and Illinois Emergency Management Director Alicia Tate-Nadeau said the priority is saving lives, not the plant. We're focused on life safety. Our primary focus is to ensure that everyone in this area is safe. We have been in coordination and discussion uh, with the facility owners to understand exactly what chemicals are there so we can make sure that we have the correct response. No civilian injuries or deaths have been reported. The evacuation order is still in effect, and government representatives do not yet have an estimate on when it will be safe for residents to return. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. American biotechnology company Novavax has found a 94% overall efficacy rate in its COVID-19 vaccine during Phase 3 United States and Mexico trials. Studies showed that efficacy was roughly 96% against the normal coronavirus strain and 89.7% effective against the B117 variant. These results appear consistent with previous studies of the vaccine in the United Kingdom, showing that the vaccine is still effective in different countries. Novavax plans to apply for emergency use authorization in the United States in the third quarter of this year, as it is on track to produce roughly 100 million doses per month by then. The vaccine utilizes a technique that differs from the three current vaccines in use, called recombinant nanotechnology, in order to stimulate an immune response. Current trials have involved two doses of the vaccine 21 days apart, and usually showed short-term side effects such as muscle pain and fatigue, as well as injection site pain. All cases of COVID that appeared in the vaccine testing group were mild. 
A top national security official at the Department of Justice, John Demers, is resigning after news came out that the DOJ subpoenaed phone records of members of the press and of Democratic Congress members during the Trump administration. Demers planned to step down at the end of next week and has been the head of the DOJ's National Security Division since 2018. Officials say that his resignation is not related to the controversy. Matt Olson, the Biden administration nominee, is awaiting Senate approval for Demers' old position. The Senate Judiciary Committee began its investigation yesterday and ordered the DOJ to turn over numerous documents for investigation. Chicago will host a summer's worth of music festivals, dance performances, and other cultural events as part of the Open Chicago Initiative. Mayor Lori Lightfoot and Chicago's Department of Cultural Affairs and Special Events announced the lineup of events on Monday. There will be new events, like a nine-part series of concerts in different neighborhoods, and a dance-based public art installation at Leary Garden in Millennium Park. This schedule also features familiar events, like the Taste of Chicago, although this year's food festival will be to-go, and take place around the city rather than in Grant Park. Some Chicagoans have said they're disappointed about certain music festivals that are happening in smaller ways or not happening at all, like the blues, jazz, and gospel festivals. But festival organizers blame the lack of planning time for the curtailed schedule. From WPGU News, I'm Reese Armstrong. 